welcome to Big Mood. We're here. Hi. We are missing Jess today, but in her place, we have Kalila. Beautiful. Finally, Kalilah. we're so excited to have you here. We've been wanting to have you on forever. I yes. know. You know, I came into this space not too long ago, and I thought to myself, well, I got angry at Bryce and I think George. I was like, why <laughs> That's the easy. fuck yeah. does their shit look like this? And we have folding chairs. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, we have folding chairs where we're sitting this low and our guts are just hanging out. Well, you have cool. You have a. Didn't you have a pool in the background of your? Well, we didn't have a choice. We had nowhere else to record. Oh, that's, gotcha. That's <laughs> they didn't even give you a building. No, they didn't. And then the first one, it was like a low rider seat, and I remember oh, Annie just yelling at everyone. Oh my god, puppy! Yeah, guest. Cola. Sorry, we have another guest. Um, yeah, Cola. Cola's our Cola's security like, guard. She likes to come ah, by and like. She's just chilling. She's like Jess yeah. isn't here. Okay. Hi, I'll fill in. I'm blonde. Oh, <laughs> I know, right? That's our that's our blonde for that's the day. Adorable. Okay, cool. bye, Cola. But yeah, I guess like for context though, because maybe people don't know, yeah. you have your own podcast. Yes, yes, I have two. Two podcasts. Yes. You have Tiger Belly. I have Tiger Belly with my um, gargoyle lover, Bobby. <laughs> and I have. He's a gargoyle? He loves gargoyles. He could <laughs> be a... more of a gargoyle if okay. he tried. Got it. Okay. I've seen the red in his eyes before. Yeah. He should be a top building, just <laughs> like lurking. Um, and I just started a new one with my friends, Esther Pavitsky and Annie Letterman. I think oh, Annie's been on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Annie's Annie's here. She's here. a wild bitch, awesome. isn't she? She's yeah, and I think Esther's her. coming on soon too. So oh, nice. we'll have hey. all of you. Also, Bloodbath. Well, both of those shows mm-hmm. are produced by the same producers right. as us. We have Bryce and George. Yeah. Um, they're like, hey, we need another women's podcast. So they, they'll fight each other in, in combat, I think. <laughs> I think that's their ultimate plan. But well, let, me tell, let me tell you how it's backfired. The fighting happens on our podcast. Esther and Annie could not be <laughs> more unlike each other. Like Esther's sort of like this sweet little... She keeps it nice and PG for everyone. Mm, okay. And Annie is just <laughs> I a wild animal. A fucking yeah. terrorist. Yeah. That's a good really. balance. <laughs> balance. Yeah, yeah. How would you describe yourself then? Oh, I am I think that I'm the referee. Nice. I'm just right in the middle. Yeah. And um th- I cannot like they are the funniest. They, it's like I it's like a a car crash like I can't peel my eyes off from <laughs> like they're just bad I feel like oh, you're fun. the grounding force though I watched a couple episodes and I was like okay I kind of I get the dynamic I really like the dynamic too because oh, it's like you. you all bring a special something mm-hmm. um where yeah like you said they're they're very opposite and then you're kind of like the grounding force it's sometimes. like you're reeling it back in sometimes but I love your stories like oh, you, you just casually drop things like I was watching one where she just they didn't go into it they she just casually dropped that she was like trying to be part in the Olympics for the Philippines and um, something else <laughs> happened and then it went off into this other story and I was like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> You're Go back Filipino, to Filipino, right? <laughs> yes. Half. I, Are you full? I'm half. Okay. Yeah, but I grew up there until I was 15. Right, I did not. I grew up in America. <laughs> but I was always jealous of your type of girls when I first really? came here. Yeah. How come? I was always jealous of like Asian girls that were so like assimilated to American culture because I was a fob. Mm. And I was labeled a fob. Gina, I know you know. you. Did she terrorize fobs? No. <laughs> <laughs> she terrorized ABGs. Come okay. on. The ABGs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, they were cool. Um... There would there would be like very like super fresh off the boat kids Chinese kids at my school because you know like in my neighborhoods like the rich Chinese kids that come mm. over, and it was it's fun because they would always pick their own American names, and then this girl she bar- barely spoke English but she told me she's like I chose my name I'm like oh shit dude what's what's it gonna be she goes Dicky like, <laughs> oh well that's nice but let's not oh. you know yeah so I was nice to them yeah what do I look like a, a fob terrorizer. <laughs> 
You look like a fog terrorizer. She's like, you look like the girls at school that picked on me. Flashbacks. Um, like I have a I sweat was... mustache now. I'm like, Gina's a trigger. <laughs> no, I was a goth kid in high school. Like we were same. We were nice, everyone. Yeah, yeah, we got along with with everyone, but that took a while because I remember in elementary feeling very lonely. Like, um, I was, I just wanted a community. So even though I was very Americanized, um. Like I wasn't white, mm-hmm. so white kids would always be like, "Where are you from?" You know, or and just then assume that you were um, Latina, probably. No, they would like they thought I was from a different country. Oh wow! So I got that. <laughs> yeah, so in I got that. A lot. Everyone thinks you're Latina. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then also then I even wanted to fit in with them because our school was half Mexicans, half white, and I was like, "Well, I want to fit in with the Mexicans then, if like I'm not." I'm not white. Um, I could fit in with them, and they were, they would speak Spanish, Aww. and then I was like, okay, well, I don't speak Spanish, so I'll just go play with toys over here in this corner. <laughs> I went the other direction, so mm-hmm. I went full Mexican. Okay, nice. like oh. I was a chola. I speak Spanish. Nice. I, I made Hello. out with everyone's uncles. Oh, nice. So oh, I went bro. to like the everything. <laughs> like I I have the biggest. Um, um, playlist of just all like the Spanish hits that I feel nostalgic. Oh about my god! From high tell school. me which ones because just this week, literally just this week, I've been I've been making it a mission to get closer to my culture because I completely like detached mm-hmm. being with my husband who's only he's Chinese. Yeah. So I realized like oh my god, there's a huge there's a huge hole in my life uh, of my culture missing. So I've been trying to like find all the old Spanish songs that I used to listen to. So Wait, can should... I give you my playlist? Yeah, It's my Lasa Ball playlist. Because in my school, it was half black, half um, Latino. So oh. um, it um, we every year we had a Latin American school association, the Lasa Ball. And it was the best. Oh, That's so cool. That is amazing. Yeah. So I was fully Mexican. I think that now I would have been, been canceled. <laughs> a thousand percent for cultural appropriation it's all i identified with because they were the ones that like fully embraced me they were like Aww. you're from somewhere probably yeah. don't probably know but we don't care yeah yeah it's like that familiarity that happened when i got older yeah yeah which was awesome but Dude, the cholos were always the nicest the yeah cholos. let me tell always. you guys yeah. two things about cholos they love camping. They'll never cheat on you. Yeah. Like, uh, I had so many cholo boyfriends. My last one, Victor, his name was Puppet. Oh, my God. <laughs> my dad knew a guy in prison named Puppet. Everyone knows a did. little Puppet. Yeah. I can already <laughs> picture his knee-high socks. Yeah. And you know him. He called me like a couple years ago, and he, he called me because he had just gotten out from jail, and he asked if he could name his firstborn Kalila. Oh, that's cute. And really I sweet. almost didn't pick up. The, he was like, hey, it's Victor. <laughs> and I, I was so happy to hear from him just because like all the feelings rushed yeah. back of us like biking together. Oh, that's really awesome. sweet. That's cute. So he named his daughter Kalila? I said, yeah, you can. But so if there's another Kalila out there, it's probably his kid. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, sweet. That's cool. See how she did it again? Like, let's talk about the Olympics. Like, why are you oh, trying to not talk oh, about shit. the Olympics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Olympics, the Olympics. I didn't make it, so it doesn't count. Okay, well, t- yeah. if we didn't make it, I... I was a part of the Philippine national team for most of my childhood up until I retired. So, and I went to a Division One um, school. I got a full ride to UNLV. To and what, what sport what was sport? it? Swimming. Oh, swimming! Oh, yeah. Wow. And um, so I did that, and I spent my whole life thinking that I was for sure going to make the Olympics, and I didn't. And it was the biggest heartbreak of my life. Oh man, I know. Yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. I was very close. It wasn't yeah. even because I I didn't actually like make the time cut. It was a a, a thing with um, 
Philippines and finances and all of that. Oh, oh man. Yeah. So you were worthy. But I you was, just weren't yeah. able to. You were to... swim worthy. Yeah, you're worthy to us. But you ended up um, studying, well, like Filipino, uh, nursing. Are, are you a nurse, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I went, I got my bachelor's in nursing from Cal State Long Beach. Yeah. And then when I met Bobby, he was like, are you sure you want to do that? And I'm like, are you trying to derail my life? Because my mom's about to stab you. <laughs> trying to tell her daughter not to become a nurse. Mm-hmm. You got to follow the footsteps of all the Filipinos, man. Yeah, I know. I have shamed you. <laughs> either going to be a nurse or a mailman. Uh-oh. I know. <laughs> I feel like we're choices. expanding now. Yeah. yeah. Right? Singers. Yeah. They're great singers. Great singers. Yeah, the, the lead singer of Journey is Filipino now. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I followed his story. Mm-hmm. Even the guy from Blue's Clues. He's not a singer. but Got Pacquiao. Yeah. <laughs> Pacquiao. Got, um, Are you super Filipino? Like, do you speak Filipino. it? Do you- oh, yeah. She lived there till she was fifteen. That's right. That's Unlike right. Tiff, yeah, I only tries to trick there. us all the time. You know, about being from Mexico. No, I'm always so wanna- explicitly clear that I only spent one year in Mexico, my yeah. entire fifteenth year. No, but everyone's like, no, she was born and raised in Mexico. No. <laughs> my sister was born in, was born in Mexico. Oh, that's cool. What city? Um, Defe. Was it oh, next to tight. Tiff? Were, were right they born together? <laughs> born together in no, Tijuana. no, no. Mine's Guadalajara. <laughs> That's pretty different close, city. right? Different city. They're all the same. Yeah, yeah. different <laughs> altitudes. It's the same. Yeah, country. very yeah. different. <laughs> um, yeah, but I was I was born in the Philippines. I'm telling you, Gina, I was a full on like very fresh off the boat. So how did your mom and dad meet? Um, my dad worked. Um, he worked for the U.S. government for a long time. He was kind of this weird James Bonzi type, came from money, and then he went to the Philippines. That's sexy. Lived for a year doing whatever, and then he met my mom. And it's kind of, it looks from afar like an old guy just scoring a young Filipina. Yeah, so it's like a 90-day fiancé like, type thing. Yeah, it's hard for mm. me to like... I sometimes feel like I misrepresent their love because it's that's not what it was. Right. Like they stayed together until he died, oh. and um, but from afar it looks like that. I yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know. It's it's it sucks because if it's that it if it looks like that people just automatically assume it's that. Right. Yeah. Mm. And that's. Do you guys watch Ninety Day? I do. Mm. I've seen snippets of here and there <laughs> with that big Ed guy, whatever in the Philippines. Thick neck Ed. Thick neck Ed. Short yeah. neck Ed. Yeah. 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 Okay, so but yeah, that girl is thriving now. Podcast. She is thriving. I see her on TikTok. She you had, you had Ed on your podcast? There. Yeah. It was terrifying. <laughs> I was terrified. <laughs> Why were you so scared? Um, I was just, um, I didn't like him on the show. Yeah. And then you have to be gracious when he's on. And yeah. I think that he's a sweet guy. It's just, um, I was very team Rosemary because I'm like, damn, like you just shit on her breath. You shit on everything, you know, and she had oh, to explain damn. how she had an ulcer and on for all Americans to watch, you yeah. know, like yeah. that's sad. Like you, there's certain things he did that I was like, come on, guy. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you drill him on that when he was on the show? Um, I, I did, I think, towards the end, but I was kicking myself for not like defending her more mm-hmm. but i'm just not like a super like in the moment conflict type of person. yeah and it's hard when they're yeah. they're guests on your show and it's like yeah and yeah you're not like the controversial type have you guys like um been through that where you've had a guest like you you dislike but you just kind of grin and bear it i, no. I plead the fifth not on our show <laughs> really yeah. you play the fifth i would say no not on our never. show we, we mm. always like tried to get people that we as far as 
for me speaking for myself, like we always get people that we feel like we can either relate to or are very interested in their story mm. and we really yeah, like their story. Yeah, not on this show. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on, talking about the, yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, this, this I just win my head because I've been on so many oh. like, different. I'm like, yeah, yeah, there was been many, many times where I had to bite my tongue. <laughs> oh, in other shows. No, no, no. Yeah. But I'm talking about this. No, not the show. In yeah, other I shows, the yes. for other shows. Yeah. <laughs> in other shows, yes. Yeah. But here we we're we're pretty good at it. I mean, until today. I also read that you're a Scorpio, so we're pretty much the same people. Like, Aww, we're half Filipino, Scorpio. I can't believe we haven't met until now. I know, me neither. I always felt there was something you, probably I think, kindred there. Have you even met? I feel like you've met Steve. I haven't met Steve. You haven't? Oh, no, okay. I've never oh. met Steve. Wow. To be fair, I'm kind of a hermit, and I'm like nowhere to be found. Same. Same. Mm. That's the reason why, like, I'm usually the hermit in this whole group. Yeah. Like, I pop into our group chat once a month. Yeah, she does. <laughs> so for me to meet you first, it's, like, really weird. Yeah. For me to meet anyone first, I'm like, you guys are sending me? That's really true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Wait, I'm surprised. did you guys meet? A few, few weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. you Girl, smashed you. Bobby. Wait, hold on. You guys played together in Call of Duty. I did. Uh, correction. I did not smash Bobby. <laughs> okay. Oh, I God. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, you guys played together, and was he just really horrible? Or did he live up to your... He held his own. He held oh, his he own just okay. fine. Thank God. Yeah, because yeah. he spends most of the time, most of his time gaming, right? Yeah, he was really nervous. He's like, babe, I'm going downstairs to play with Gina. I was oh. like, don't let us down. Don't let this family down. <laughs> Represent then, our family. But I think he did okay, right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was nervous. Maybe that's why he was a little quiet. Because you oh. were like, oh, because remember he was like, snipers are cowards. Yeah. And you were like, no, that's called strategy. I saved his ass once. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Bobby. That's why he was so quiet. I didn't think he would that's be nervous. Awesome. That's awesome. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah, that is cute. I don't picture him as a nervous no. guy when I think about him. Yeah. But she was on JK, right? Yeah, so you girl. Met- I, I, I beat you guys. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I won. I've met Kalila like a mm-hmm. few years ago. Maybe mm-hmm. four-ish? Four maybe years ago. Five? And when I did I JK, know. I was such a stiff. And I was, because I'm just not necessarily, like, you I'm were great. Mm-hmm. I was like, Kalila, please come back. Oh my God, you're yeah, amazing. I, oh, I've only heard the best about you. And I watched mm-hmm. the episodes of Bloodbath and I was like, you're great. Like, you oh, thanks, have, you're such a good conversationalist. Yeah. Yeah, you have so many stories. Amazing. I'm like, you need to write a book. She also, like, I think because you're so casual about it that you don't understand how interesting you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I think, think that's like a, Bobby taught me that. He's like, if you put it all out there, no one can hold it over your head. Yeah. yeah. And um, but there is a drawback to that, which is I something I talk about in therapy where I'm like, I don't know what parts of me I still own. Oh, yeah. my God. I relate so yeah. hard. I relate to that, too. So hard. Right. Yeah. So that gets a little bit tricky, especially on like, you know, days where I feel a little bluer than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I'm like, have I just put it all yeah, out have there I sold all the bits special bits and pieces and intimate parts of myself mm-hmm. you know to the interwebs I totally get that yeah because when I, when I first started it was acting only like well stand up and acting yeah so it was like a persona right or mm. I'm playing a character um but then entering the YouTube world where it's like personality based content it was really scary like um because you're like sharing parts of your real life um yeah. and it's not in a bit form it's not in like a, a set you know where mm. i'm i'm still in control over it um but i do find the more that i've put out there the more it's really helped people and that part is what i think i think it's worth it for all of that oh, yeah. um but i i know exactly what you're talking about where it, it's, and it's scary because yeah. we're continually evolving the things that i'm learning today 
like do not reflect the things exactly. that I said five years ago. Like I talked about like wanting to beat my children. I talked about, you know, trans people in a way that wasn't, you know, kind. Like it's just some really hacky totally i mean so in the old days before the internet Mm -hmm. you would be saying that stuff on a stage or whatever like you Mm -hmm. would get it all out maybe it didn't land that well or maybe you made a bad joke or maybe you're like oh shit that's not how i feel anymore and no one ever sees it again it's it was one night you said it like if you're doing stand-up or you know a show podcasting it's immortalized but yeah Mm -hmm. on the internet it's like and it's like it's like you people can't ever change their mind about something either. Yeah. Like if you said something, if you had an opinion 10 years ago, mm-hmm. you never got any new information. You you're can right. you're not allowed to change your mind. That is who you are forever. Especially yeah. if that's a person they've like if they've been hurt by it. Like yeah. I I got a uh, an email yesterday by um a trans person saying like, "Hey, episode 80 like we're in up to episode 300 something like oh, you said wow. this and it's horrible what you said and i'm and i'm like yeah it's horrible what i said it well, i didn't say anything it was more like callous and kind of jokey mm-hmm. but still it like someone felt accosted by it yeah and i cringed and i felt like oh fuck like how many things of that nature did i say back then that i can't even recall saying yeah mm-hmm. is what i can't i have a trouble i have trouble reconciling with Because it's hours, hundreds of hours of you just Mm -hmm. stream of consciousness. And there's a danger to that, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I get that. Especially so with JK News, you know, we're reacting to news articles that come up. And I've most of the time I've never heard the article beforehand. Like we're like it's brand new like this is what happened and you're just like a first reaction like oh shit like here's my first reaction to that story and then like later piece of information that you've gotten not even the whole story sometimes just from a piece of information i'm like oh fuck like that's i this is how i feel about this story Mm -hmm. and then later you find out more information and you're like oh shit well that changes things i feel the complete other way Mm -hmm. but i'm not on camera anymore so i changed i was like oh i got new information i'm changing my mind on this story i feel like i support this person now but forever mm-hmm. you get messages like how could you say that when mm-hmm. you know did you even know that this 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 and this i'm like well yeah i know that now i was right. it was a first reaction yeah. to the pieces of information i was getting but yeah it's it's frustrating are you guys mm-hmm. sensitive to like comments and things that are like negative i know gina you're a f- you are just three you have a full-on she body gets, armor like yeah she I, gets I'm more so, energy i'm so in it. awe of her she you are so she fucking fearless like i want to <laughs> suck your blood <laughs> and like put it into my body oh. like can we just like can go you ask to ask one day oh, and just let you me like scene from wrecking for a dream yeah it's my it's my we plan on recreating it on our show one like, day. Fecal transplants? I'll give you my poop. I will gladly take your poop. Yeah, I, I have a good gut biome, but to have any part of you, it would be an <laughs> You're honor. You're so lucky. I love you. you don't, awesome. I, I, look, no. I have colitis. Oh. So I, I poop that? like blood and stuff. Oh, oh okay, my God. No. So I don't, I'm not that lucky. Okay. But um, good gut health. Bad get, colon? Bad colon. I think oh. I drank too much. I, I ran my body to the ground oh, in my 20s. Wow. Like Dang. I was a big drinker. Mm. Yeah. Well, if you guys do, if you do blood sucking ass night, I just want to um, <laughs> yeah. like vlog it yeah, so yeah. we can get a good thumbnail going. We can, I'll pass out drinks. Drink. Okay. Yeah. Wait, you know, Adam and Eve has been around for 50 years. We can find a three way dildo if we want. It could be a four lady party. I just want to be a windmill. Just spin us this way. 
I'll hold it. <laughs> it's a spin. stick, and it will just spin. You know, beautiful. Just the pillow and holding it. Yeah. Oh, that's how we're gonna power the electricity from now on. It's just butthole power. <laughs> why can I picture it? Why? Yeah. Why do I? Why it's am I vivid. able to picture it's it? It's vivid in my mind too. Man, oh man, am I hungry? And when I'm hungry, I'm cranky. I don't want to go cook food because I'm mad at the everything, at yep. the world, at the at the spices in my kitchen that don't make a meal um so what i do is <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be around me gina <laughs> i've seen you you cry on the floor i do i cry when i'm mad i cry mm-hmm. it's very counterintuitive but doordash came to our rescue or more so my husband's rescue because they are able to drop off food right to the door just like in the name and it's all the restaurants i love Right now, right in my mouth. So (laughs) (laughs) now you can get grocery essentials you need too with DoorDash. You can get drinks, snacks, and other household items delivered in under an hour. Ordering's easy. You just open the app, choose what you want, where you want, and your items will be left safely outside your door with the contactless delivery drop-off setting. There's over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, Australia. You can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national national restaurant chains like Popeye's, Chipotle, and Cheesecake Factory. Factory. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code MOOD. That's 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code MOOD. Don't forget that's code MOOD. Like my mood Mood. when I'm hungry. For 25% off your first order with DoorDash, subject to change, terms apply. Don't you think your butt would be cleaner if you cleaned it with water and not just a piece of dry toilet paper? Oh, yeah. Yes. And that's why everyone needs a bidet. I've been preaching about bidets for years you now. You have. Mm-hmm. Right? I just thought you were really fancy. I was like, well, I can't, I can't get one in my bathroom, Gina. <laughs> I don't have an outlet. But now you can without an outlet. And it's Mother's Day soon, too. So bring your mom into the future with a brand new Hello Tissue 3.0 modern bidet attachment. It's stylish, eco-friendly easy to install, and will help stop flushing her retirement down the toilet and TP costs. Uh, I see what they did there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello Tissue 3.0 cleans your butt like a champ, but doesn't stop there. It cleans itself with a smart spray automatic self-cleaning nozzle. Nice. When we say anyone can put this together, we also mean your parents, the ones who always lose the remote control. Yes, yours. Hello Steve? Tissue 3.0. <laughs> Steve? <laughs> <Daddy>. <laughs> Hello Tissue 3.0 attaches to their existing toilet with no electricity, no extra plumbing, or tech support FaceTimes, and cuts toilet paper use by 80%. So the Hello Tissue Bidet pays for itself in only a few months. Plus, every Hello Tissue Bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. Give the gift of a clean butt butt. Go to hellotissue.com slash bigmood to get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for our listeners at hellotissue.com slash bigmood for 10% off. Again, that's hellotissue.com slash bigmood for 10% off your butt butt. Not your butt butt, the bidet for your butt butt. Your (laughs) your butt butt is priceless. (laughs) What are things you are afraid of, Gina? Uh, I do not like motorcycles, mm, right. uh, but specifically like the crotch rocket like motorcycles. Can't stand that those. was from trauma. That was from yeah. trauma. I lost someone. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of those. Uh, with my therapist, I've learned that one of my greatest fears in life is that I'll never be safe. 
because mm. I was I never had a safe upbringing, a safe childhood, or a safe person. So I'm very terrified of that. And like safe in what way? Like with men, or just like your physical like dangers around you? Uh, especially men. Yeah, because I was abused when I was a kid for like the longest time. Yeah, by like the men that were supposed to protect me. Not my dad. My dad's fucking cool. I love him. But like uh, other men in the family. Mm. And so I didn't. I didn't grow up with parents. My dad was in prison. My mom was off doing her things. So I grew up with grandparents. I was never safe. So what we learned was I am afraid of not being safe and I am any problems that I have from my past only manifests in romantic relationships. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, that's why I keep my my romantic relationships extremely private on social media Nobody, until recently, of course, you know about that. Yeah, but. And it- yeah. Loved it. Loved all of it. <laughs> you want to catch the tea, follow Gina's TikTok. Yep. Yeah. That shit was wild. And that was the first time I ever came out publicly with any specific person that I'm dating. Yeah. Because before it was just like, oh, I did this with an ex or that with an ex, but I never really named anyone mm-hmm. until then, until now. Um, Good for you. Fuck him. Fuck yeah. that guy. Yeah. Uh, that guy and I, you know what's funny is that like we've all known guys like that yeah. that's yeah. not a one and done situation mm-hmm, there's yeah. so many like that that's which true. is wild because on the episode I was on with you guys we were talking about how Korean dads are crazy and they beat their sons and stuff like that it was the same story with him mm-hmm. and how he was like um, absolutely destroyed because he found out at 17 years old his dad had a whole second family and he was cheating Whoa. on his mom and wow. stuff and I was like oh so you just became exactly what your dad was yeah. well, like, I read him and I don't know if this is um, you guys can cut this out but I I read him as a classic narcissist yes mm-hmm. and it's like maybe you were um, praised only for the big stuff but emotionally neglected that's mm-hmm. how I read him or and the gaslighting that's yeah. that's yeah. the part that gives yeah. it away of like the narcissism is that's like definitely. like how how could you not trust me? You have yeah. trust issues. Mm-hmm. It's you you have yeah, a problem. Yeah. Like you have the trust issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're crazy. It was wild. And like I didn't. The thing is, he treated me so different than all the other girls. Like completely different. He mm-hmm. made himself exactly what I needed, what I wanted. So it yeah. was a very strange feeling to find all this out and realize that this was a completely made up person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's shattering. I dated yeah. the same guy. Yeah. Not the same Not the, guy, yeah. but it's the yeah. same guy. Oh, you smashed. <laughs> <Yeah. someone laughs> We're all smashing each other's <laughs> yeah. boyfriends. Yeah. We, we, we did ask yeah. to ask. Yeah. It doesn't count. Ask, yeah, <laughs> the windmill. Yeah, yeah. but fear-wise, that's that's about it, really. Yeah. yeah. Um. But as for like social media comments, I don't really give a shit because I've been a creature of the internet for the longest time, even before making it my career or job or anything. Yeah, I, I have a lot to learn from you, I think, in that way, because I'm a really sensitive, um, sensitive person when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Bryce will tell you how many times I've been like, I'm not built for this. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm still not. Um, but it's just, you know, I relate hard. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. yeah. Mm, I'm very sensitive, too. Um, but you're like not supposed to show it because then like they know your weak spots and then they'll just keep yeah. going, har- harping on you. But yeah, like I would say that. I've been same like on the internet for so long. I was uh, Eminem forums. Yeah, nerd, I was like, fucking nerd. When I was like fourteen. Um, well, you guys had computers because I didn't. I know. It was very, it's very slow dial up. Sucks to be an immigrant. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get that second generation. Yeah, I was in Mexico at the computer lab trying to log in. So oh, you guys so had was... computer labs. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get my first computer until I was twenty-one. I think. Oh wow! Good. Yeah. Wow. And it was like a hand me down. It was like 
like one of those bulky Macs with like yeah. the blue back. I can't believe your parents didn't make you build one or something. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, you, you never would go to those like internet cafes. Like you'd go to like a specific I didn't place. have any money. Like I, yeah. we were so poor that we just, we were just scraping by so so often that it was like, and unless it was an actual necessity, like we would, my sister and I would steal like blocks of cheese from Albertsons. Whoa. And eat like shrimp ca- crackers for like three weeks. Like that kind of poor. So no, we didn't yeah. have like, you know, extra dollars to like spare. But I remember like listening to like my chemical romance in like 2000 during the emo days. Mm -hmm. And you know, the the song I'm not okay. Mm -hmm. I I remember like, like just screaming at the top of my lungs because I was, I, my, my mom said we couldn't afford the computer yet. (laughs) I was like, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) How am I going to get a lime wire? Wait, what was that? What was that other one? The one that got um, Napster? Napster. Napster. Yeah. Napster. Yeah. yeah. No, I use LimeWire. Too. <laughs> yeah, too. that Lime was the was second after. one. Yeah, that was the second oh. after Napster yeah. got sued. That um, LimeWire was around the time I finally got a computer in my house. <laughs> so mine was a hand-me-down from my grandpa because he was like a tech nerd guy. Um, but yeah, it was like a his like old old computer. It still worked though. Got nice. to moderate the Eminem forums, but <laughs> so cool. So you guys like got, hopped on AIM and all of that stuff. Yeah, like, I never even had like. Yeah, a, I never had AIM. Wow, Which you is never got good. AIM. Mm-hmm. Which is my first good thing. For you. My first. Um, my first experience with like any type of the internet was Friendster. Okay. okay so yeah, you're, you're still you. old. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it still counts. It counts. Yeah, you got in there. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook and all that. It's before MySpace. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'd say that it was kind of a good thing for you though, because I remember being young on the internet, just watching videos of like decapitations. Oh yeah, I did dumb shit. Yeah. I gave away my address because I thought I was in love with this guy <laughs> in the chat room. No way. Oh yeah, like we sent each other yeah. Christmas cards. My parents were pissed. <gasps> we ended up calling him. He lived in Philadelphia. I thought I was going to run away and move there and marry him. Uh, and who so was he? He was this guy from the Eminem for was he real for though, <laughs> or like a forty-year-old man. He was. He was um, so I was 14 and he was 18, but he said he was 16 and I said I was 16. Course, so he was lying. We were both lying. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, How'd you find out his real age? Well, because we started talking a lot more and like I realized after talking to him, I, he lied about every single thing he'd Ooh. ever told me. So he was on like... On the internet? They lie on the internet? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> oh, I know, right? That's insane. I can't, ASL? Not, not real. Mm. Not real, um, but yeah. So I gave away our, our address, and back then, like, thank God he wasn't some like old creepo. Yeah, dude. I know, scary. I know, right? I mean, thank God he was like a young like that. He didn't lie about. Yeah, you know, He's they can still yet. come and kill you. True, he really could. It's true. <laughs> when so I think back about these days, like where I was so young and dumb on the internet, I'm so terrified of having children. Yeah, <laughs> same. I, I was young and dumb, not on the internet in real life. Like I would hitch a ride. And oh my god! Oh my god! Kalila. <laughs> Yeah, I would do that all the time, like with creepy I dudes, do and I would wear really short Dude. shorts. And like, where you go? And I just no, uh huh, all the time. You no, dude. How are you alive? Yeah. I don't know. You did this alone? Because I, I would do it. Mm-hmm. I would no do it with here. my sister oh. in Mexico, but what? but we didn't do it that alive. How are you, al- you alive? I do question that a lot too. <laughs> Me but too. honestly, I would. There, I kind of feel safer in the Philippines and Mexico because that's still something people do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, hitch a ride. Like, there's still culture of, like, helping people well, out. Over here, it's like, we have slasher movies. Oh, like, yeah. we don't do that. Yeah. The, the minds have been poisoned. We have real-life slasher right, people. No, but the way we would do it, it wasn't, like, hitching a ride. It was more, like, like manipulation. <laughs> so, my sister, she would go up to people, like, 
young-ish guys like around her age because she was four years older than me so around her age she would go up to them and be like oh my god have you been I haven't seen you forever like oh would you mind like where are you headed because right now me and my sister are heading this way would you mind giving us a ride so she would just pretend to know these guys and they she was hot so they would be like oh yeah fuck I don't remember I must have like blacked out at that party when we met and so they would think that they knew her and then give us rides genius yeah, girls going places. Don't, don't do Not that. Not in her though, own car, young girls. other people's cars, but she's going places. <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, look, it was just a different time. It was. It we was. had a whole operation for to go shopping because we didn't have jobs. You know, we were teenagers. Um, we would go downtown, and because like there were no cell phones, you'd use the payphone. Um, and so we would stand by the payphone. We had a whole operation where we would go hit up every payphone, stand by it. Anyone that walked by, we're like, can, can we have 50 cents to call up my mom? Like, she mm-hmm. needs to pick us up and I lost my my money. And so, like, we would panhandle for quarters to call our parents. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, and so we had, like, 20 bucks. And wow. then we'd go shopping. Yeah. Wow. So me and my and best, quarters. With quarters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything was paid for in quarters. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. better than shoplifting, which is what I was True. doing. True. I was. <laughs> Tiffany, that is all I did. Yeah. I, I would have wire cutters in my purse. No, you're bad. My, my best friend. Wow. <laughs> my best friend is this tiny Asian, um, a Korean girl, and no one would suspect her because she was just like so Jesus loving, and she was like basically like the pastor's favorite. And so we would just send her to Sephora, and she would just swipe. Oh my god! We would steal any type of alcohol because we found out that you know like Ralph's or Vaughn's employees couldn't like go after you and chase you in the parking what? lot. So we so just do that. We go to Abercrombie and crack crack wow. with bolt cutters, Macy's. I was like. I was poor, but I wanted, you Stuff, know, I right. wanted my Echo jacket. I wanted That's how my it is, fat though. Farm. I feel like my fat yeah. farms, the yeah. poorer you are, the more that you want. Like, I remember when I was broke as fuck. Like, I was just like, man, if I had $100, I would buy some clothes right now. Or if I had $1,000, mm-hmm. I can't wait to, like... The day I have a thousand dollars, so I could like buy any clothes I want to. But then when you like have money, you're like, I don't really, I don't really need that. Like I, I can. I've never looked more mm-hmm. homeless in my life. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I just want sweatpants. Yeah. And Same. Yeah. I never want to leave the house. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was like in my mid twenties and getting like the Michael Kors watch, mm. and then traveling everywhere and making sure like <laughs> yeah. at the airport like everyone saw. Oh, especially because you're Filipino. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! All my Fili- my re- my relatives from the Philippines, mm. they would come over here and they would demand guests. Like guests was like the big thing back then, where like you send them guest shit. They just yeah. loved guests. But any designer where it like says the name of the design like they want to be like billboards for the designer yeah. what right. i do before i go to the philippines is i hit up ross or marshall's because mm. all of those brand names are there right yeah They're like 10 bucks discounted yeah. i take it back home and they think that they've just been gifted the world yeah yeah bring a couple cans of spam because that's just <laughs> top shelf stuff <laughs> pull it in the balik bayan box the balik bayan yeah. box mm-hmm. yeah and that's just you know like but but uh, there's a part of me that misses misses the struggle i miss those days yes yeah because you you're resourceful and it's creative mm-hmm. it it's keeps creative you time. on your toes it, and yes. like really kind of switched on yeah mm-hmm. you don't have time to let your mind go idle so yeah. do you think that maybe you're a little bit sensitive to youtube comments because you feel misunderstood like there's so much you had to like work for and learn in your life especially being an immigrant and having to like relearn a whole different country system that to get where you're at now it's like you can be picked apart in an instant based well, off of... It's, it's exactly that. Yeah. It's like I lived a full, what I thought was a very checkered, but still very 
interesting life before I met Bobby. But as soon as I was sat next to him, as soon as he said, this is my girlfriend, I was relegated to just one thing. And Mm -hmm. I was a gold digger. Yep. Mm. And oh, it was like, Jess. yeah, we oh, have yeah. some Jess yeah. can relate hard to you. Number. Where is she? Yeah. Um, she up. is, I <laughs> know, yeah. she's in Texas right now, yeah. but she, uh, she kind of entered the group in a similar fashion um, with, with Jake. You know, Joe? On- yes. Yeah. Okay, so, I know they dated. Yeah, yeah. So she was kind of a fan of the show, but like, I mean, she would watch the show. Like, she, yeah. like, as a viewer, and she felt like she could relate to the people on it. And so she messaged him and um, ended up like, coming out and they they dated and they lived together but she had a corporate job like she was yeah, yeah she made MBA. her own money. yeah she's like, just so she's a master's she is such a bright girl yeah and she's and funny she's so as fuck put together yeah and, yeah but as soon as she they started being public of course it's like you're only with him for his money which is kind of an insult to the guys like and to yeah. that, they, yeah. <laughs> that if they didn't have money like they wouldn't they're that ugly yeah, yeah. they yeah. have no personality yeah, and, uh, yeah. that's um, funny so yeah, that's. I think that definitely I'm on that same um, just tip where it just is such a thing I can't seem to escape. Yeah, like, and because in the beginning, there's no way for me to defend myself. Like Bobby is a, a you know was you know a public figure. To be fair, he was posting really like not choice photos of me at the time. My tits were real shiny. Remember that, Bryce? <laughs> <laughs> I did just look like like a hood rat, really. Uh. Um, so you know what you have a limited time to have nice tits so oh, yeah. i took them out <laughs> you i took have, my tits out you gotta you have to yeah i put them in i took them out how but that's you part took of them the oh activity. you mean like implant took them out mm-hmm. mm. wait explain that how oh. come you took them out um a lot of people well this is an exclusive because i've never really said this or really been honest about it it's the the removal of my breast was two part um part of it was i didn't like the way i looked and I felt um, I felt like I was getting some weird, strange, like symptoms of like illness and stuff. Mm. That was fifty percent of it. But if I'm being honest, fifty percent of it was trying to unpretty myself because mm. that's how deep my insecurity ran. Like I cried about it all the time. I'm like, wow. I want to wear boy clothes. I don't want to wear shorts. I never want to wear sleeveless on my podcast. I'm going to wear dowdy sweaters. I'm going to be cool like you, Bobby. Like I want them to see that I'm like here for you because I like love you, love you. And that was really mm. hard for me. And I don't know why I succumbed to that at that time, but I did. Looking back now, it's clear that that's what happened. And I'm glad I took the tits out because I do feel better. Yeah. But um. There were many years of me feeling just so ugly, but because I did it to myself and mm. I didn't realize that I was actually like doing it to myself. Yeah, Maybe it was for, like a rebellion against all those like gold digger seeking comments. validation, yeah. like saying yeah. like, "Oh, she's turned into a fucking Martha. She's okay now." You know, no. you're lowering, lowering, Shout taking away Martha your shine <laughs> for to to feel like to fit into yeah. what they oh. think is yeah not what they're calling. You know me? what sucks yeah. too is that you can you can't like talk about it because it's like oh I'm sorry you were too pretty like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. But oh. motherfuckers, let me tell you, I wasn't yeah. always too pretty. Okay, I had big ass gums when I came here. <laughs> big ass fucking gums. Oh, it doesn't matter. No, they all see what they see. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know what? It's um yeah, like I didn't feel I had a very short window of feeling pretty and then I took out that pretty real quick. Yeah. Oh, and even man. now it's still something I work about one therapy where I'm like, what happened to my self worth? And I did it with my own hands. Yeah, you know, with with the help of you know, the internet. But I God, I, I feel like I can That's relate awful. to you like so much. <laughs> you wanna cry? It out? Yeah, yeah. I wanna <laughs> hug and cry it out. Um, so you got a cat? 
Yep. Yes. Yeah. We got two. Oh, Fat wait. Sack of crap. Two. We kicked Jess out because she doesn't have any cats today. <laughs> so Kitty Poo Club, let me tell you about it. It's convenient. Mm-hmm. It's all in one monthly and it's a litter box solution. What it, What you're going to get in the mail is an affordable, high quality, recyclable litter box that's pre-filled with the litter of your choice. You can choose like if you want the clay kind or the or the, the crystal kind. kind or yeah, whatever you want. It's a godsend because those litter it. boxes get disgusting. so gross and then you got to clean the litter mm-hmm. box oh no Yuck. no no these boxes are leak proof eco-friendly and have a fun design for every season and when the month's up you just recycle the box and kitty poo club will automatically deliver a new one to you no changing used litter and no more cleaning the box you can customize your order based on how many cats you have um, and ch- you choose from four different litter types and there is a no-risk satisfaction guarantee that you can easily customize or cancel anytime. And right now, Kitty Poop Club is offering you 20% off your first order, plus a free dome, free scoop, and free shipping. That's a lot of free. When you, sh- when you set up auto ship by going to kittypooclub.com slash mood, so just go to kittypooclub.com slash mood to get 20% off your first order, plus a free dome, scoop, and free shipping when you set up auto ship. That's kittypooclub.com slash mood. Sweet. Do you guys ever think about what's in your deodorant? No. No? I do think about people, how they smell terribly, and they should use deodorant, though. Yeah, they should. Anime Expos? We're talking about the aluminum. Yeah, did you guys know that a lot of antiperspirant, they have that aluminum, parabens, talc and other disgusting ingredients that end up clogging up your pores and you can't even it's disgusting right but not native native here is made with ingredients that you've actually heard of like coconut oil and shea butter Mm. and it's also vegan and never ever tested on animals which we really appreciate yes there's a reason why native has over 16,000 five-star reviews It's because it works. With over 10 cents, including their classic and rotating seasonals, you're guaranteed to find one you love. Their classic scents include coconut and vanilla, which is the most popular, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and citrus and herbal musk, which I think is a favorite here. We love that musk smell. It smells delicious. But maybe you're, you're more into your natural scent. If so, Native has a popular unscented option. And if you're more sensitive, you could check out their sensitive collection that's made without baking soda. There's no risk to try. Free shipping on every order in the United States. And Native offers 30-day free returns and exchanges in the U.S. Make the switch to Native today by going to nativedeo.com slash bigmoodgirls or use promo code bigmoodgirls at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash bigmoodgirls or use promo code bigmoodgirls at checkout for 20% off your first order. But no, I, I, I never talk about this either because it just feels like you're just calling yourself like pretty or whatever. But mm. I grew up really goofy looking, like really mm. fucking off. And like I was a moderator of an Eminem board. OK, like I was pale as <laughs> Wait, shit you in guys, high school. Talk about the history of that. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. <laughs> Races. I was like 50 pounds overweight. Like it was like I was not ever the pretty popular girl ever. At like some point in high school, I, I got a boyfriend. He was also large like we were not like the pretty couple right Mm -hmm. and then I think I felt so comfortable like being in a relationship um that like I was just like thriving and I lost a lot of weight and Mm -hmm. the braces came off 
But I didn't know I transformed. Like, I didn't know people saw me differently. Mm. So I still felt like the fucking goofy ass, like, girl. And I couldn't make eye contact with people. I was so fucking shy and awkward. Like, I was just really, like, weird. And then this popular guy, like, tried to date me. And he ended up, like, telling me everything that was wrong with me and how fucking (gasps) awful and, like, how awkward I am. And that he said I have a a mustache. Like, like, just picked apart. Like, I walk funny. Like, I'm pigeon-toed. Me too. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I I love this. Pigeon told my feet can go in this way. Yes, same. Like all the way around. Like where it's like that. I don't know. <laughs> Did you walk early? You have the same parents. <laughs> <laughs> what if we were separated? What if? That'd be wild. My mom's white though, so. Oh yeah. Well, well. She, so she says she's my mom. They're, but they partied hard in the seventy in the eighties too. Yeah. Many fancy yeah. drugs then. See. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Could be. You guys are soulmates. Yeah. So yeah, when I pursued acting, I was like. Okay, well, I'm never gonna be the pretty person. Like, I, I don't want to be. I was doing stand up as like goofy girl next, like the the neighbor, the neighbor chick, right? Like, it's like I'm the best friend. Like, not I don't want to be the lead girl. I want to be the best friend. And I kept getting sent out for like the hot girl roles. And this, this is where I'm like, I'm not calling me hot. This is what happened mm-hmm. when I moved to LA, and I didn't know how to be a hot girl. So I would be in a room with really fucking stunning women, and I felt like the nerdy little sister again like where I don't know how to be hot so I would be like in the casting room and the reviews were basically like to my management like she we can't put the pieces together like Mm. she doesn't match yeah like whatever is going on on the outside is not matching the inside so it's not gonna read on film like Mm. no one's gonna buy her as the popular girl once she opens her mouth, I did a whole sketch about it later. But um, but yeah. So then, uh, so then I would I would do private sessions with my acting coach, and I cried for like a year because I couldn't be that. And so I just went the stand up route where like I tried to unpretty mm. everything, like wear hoodie sweatshirts, no makeup, like um, jeans, Converse, like just be more broy, you know, mm-hmm. and, the broy thing. Is yeah. A good thing. Yeah, and but then I didn't fit in the, there either because they don't buy that you were ever, you know, the awkward mm. girl, you know. Yeah. So yeah, there's that, there's that. Eh. But then you can't talk about it because you're like, well, I'm. Well, like the only I don't way know to what I am it, anymore. Yeah. The way I prove it is like I let my my ugly young girl pictures fly. Same. Like, if you don't. If you don't believe me, here. And then you know how, like, there are supermodels. Like, I was once an ugly duckling, and then they show their pictures, and it's always, like, you know, a picture of them with, like, the breeze in there and the light all perfect. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you were just never that. Yeah. But the truth is, and maybe you can insert this, Bryce, I'll send you guys a picture. I want to see this. It was not great. <laughs> it was not, not fucking good. great, you guys. And In fact, I'll send you the picture of me when I first came to America. And it's shocking. I want to mm. see these pictures. Yeah. yeah. I had retainers over gums. Like, they weren't even over the teeth. <laughs> That's how big my gums were. Did, did your gums get straight? Well, <laughs> no, they got cut out. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do that. Wait, yeah. what? Wait, what yeah. happened? You they can, uh, cut your gums you out? shave your gums. They shave it down. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Shows, yeah. Well, I only had, like, a millimeter of teeth left. <laughs> so you had baby teeth you your whole life. Well, no, because I had braces too young in the Philippines. Some orthodontist like was like, patch you're nine, though? you're ready for braces no I've wow. never seen braces that young I know and so I had them for three years and then when I came, and they were like oh here's some retainers I'm like okay I'm going to America and they're like find an orthodontist there because your shit's fucked up yeah. oh, damn. <laughs> and finally when I saw one they were like what do they do to you oh, oh no I was just all oh, all gums God. where in the Philippines did you grow up? Cebu 
Oh, like I hear it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that was nice. That's yeah. where my grandma's from. Really? She speaks Bisaya? I don't know. Okay, so here's why none of the kids know Tagalog mm-hmm. is because she came here and she cannot speak English very well, mm-hmm. but she will not speak Tagalog in front of anybody. So it's surprising. <laughs> she, I get it. Yeah, she was like, my kids will be Americanized. Like Aww. they will assimilate. Yeah. Um, they will be accepted as Americans. So um, she only spoke English. Like she just worked her ass off trying to only speak English. Mm-hmm. And my, <laughs> it's just my dad ended up going to school like with this thick ass <laughs> Filipino accent. <laughs> it's like but only English, but only English. Yeah, because that's the only English he knew. Uh, but she was like, they're gonna fit in. They're gonna be fine. Aww. That's like that's like I think a lot of um immigrant parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, they would rather die than their kids not assimilate fully into being American. Mm-hmm. Um and it's sad. Which is yeah. Yeah. It's really yeah. sad. It's, it's sad culture. especially now when it's like, God, I wish I had more more culture. Like exactly. yeah. I'll you take know, you back home with me, baby. Yeah. I would I'll take all you guys. Dude, can we yeah. go? Because I have a girlfriend out there. She has big like mood the, trip. She has like the biggest podcast in the Philippines. Oh, she's cool. She, like, um, she's huh? what's her name? Inka Magnaye. Uh, I don't think I know her. Yeah. So she and I became like soulmates. We met each other online. We're like, holy shit, we're the same person. I feel like Gina, you're so Filipino to me. I grew up yeah. with all Filipinos, and all my best friends are Filipino. Didn't you tweet oh, about wanting to marry a Filipino guy? Yeah, I'm like, I'm destined to marry one. <laughs> now that I think about, it, I'm like, probably not anymore. But when I was younger, it was just all Filipino. Chinese, wow. Taiwanese, <laughs> really? Chinese husbands. Taiwanese. I love Taiwanese guys. Taiwanese guys. Taiwanese guys. So sweet. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I Fucked learned a little bit of Tagalog when I used to work at the hospital because all my co-workers, Oh, yeah, the nurses. <laughs> yeah, they were all Filipino. Mm-hmm. So I would love to Lucky. and try to remember what I used to I'll do some Rosetta Stone before we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's also like so easy to pick up because I know Spanish and then yes. the other way around too, right? Especially was- my dialect. Like all the numbers are in Spanish. The days of the week, the, the months Except of the year. Sunday, are- right? Sunday's different. Um, so what's in Spanish? It's, it's um, domingo. Uh, domingo. 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 Same. In oh, my, is it? Not in Tagalog, but in Bisaya. Yeah, I remember yeah. in Tagalog. Sabado Domingo. Yeah. Oh, that's so Same. cool. No, but speaking about the not having your culture, though, I I relate to that a lot too because, like, I've talked about earlier on how I just kind of detached from my culture unintentionally, and I didn't realize it because I am a product of my environment more than like me being like my family wasn't really ingraining our culture it was more like i grew up in a predominantly mexican culture like mexican city right so a lot of my friends they would be the ones ingraining my culture in me kind of thing Mm. and uh and so because i'm not in that environment anymore i'm not with anyone that's mexican around me anymore i don't really have that anymore so you're losing it i'm losing it and also i i completely just gave up on trying to incorporate my culture and my my language spanish into my son and so now he's 13 and he doesn't know any spanish like he's he's there have been moments in in the past that he has been ashamed of being half mexican Mm. and because all he knows about mexicans is that they're ghetto or whatever like whatever he's he's been exposed to via the media or whatever right um, cause his dad's Peruvian. So whatever he, whatever he's heard from Peruvian side about Mexicans mm. and like, cause his dad, they do have a lot more family members that they're able to really integrate within themselves. And on my side, all he has is just me. Mm. And 
and like the one time we go visit in Mexico is like all he sees. So that really gets me really sad. And I, I kick myself in the butt a lot. It's like, fuck, why didn't I, why didn't I like keep it more alive? Like, but you know what, Tiff? Like, what 13 year old truly loves who they are? Right. Like, yeah. no so matter true. it's, it, there's just not a chance in hell that they're going to really like lean into who they are until later on when you're like oh that's actually a positive like even for me when I first came mm-hmm. here I was so conscious of my accent that I started like talking like a valley girl like I would just mimic shows mm. and then like I would first I would have like this hybrid Filipino like uh, Mexican accent and then I would go into a valley girl depending on who I was speaking to I was just so in this like identity limbo yeah and you're just straddling the line of like where the fuck do i belong so like you you hate all the parts of yourself it's Mm -hmm. not until later where you're like this is tiring Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna commit to what i am but that doesn't come to later so i mean he's 13 you know yeah i think for me like the part that i'm just so like ah tiff what the fuck is because i have always been so fucking proud of who I am of yeah. being half Mexican, half uh, like, you know, Mexican American is what I mean, like half culturally. But I've always been so proud. I've always loved my food. Like I've always been very like proud. And so to not pass that on to my own kid, I'm like, damn it. I failed. I failed you or I failed you. Up He's going to like it point. later, though, because yeah. like I, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like up until this point, I failed you because now I'm like I'm remembering like um, like. I recently bought Loteria, which is like the Mexican bingo. Mm. And just last night I was going through all the cards, like trying to teach him like the translations of each card and be like, just trying to get him to, to accept it more. But yeah, he's a 13 year old. So he's just like, mm, like learn. whatever. But yeah. Yeah. but yeah. And then like, you know, we're trying to have more kids. So I'm like, I don't want to fail. Future the next kids. one's going to be hella Mexican. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> it's going to be. Yeah. Cause I don't even remember a lot of fucking Spanish words. I'm like, God damn. Like a part of me is gone and it's really sad. So Mm. I'm like, so then hearing that about your grandma, I'm like, damn, it's fucking tragic. It's really sad. Yeah. I mean, I totally get, I I, I get both sides because like I get the the people that come over, like immigrants that want to retain their culture. And Mm -hmm. then I get the ones that are like, we got to fit in. And I don't know if there's no right way because either way, the grass is always greener. Like I wish that had more culture Mm. um but also yeah growing up i didn't there were no filipinos around at all so i didn't even know what i was i was like are they making up my heritage (laughs) because they called things weird like my parents called your uh, vagina like a punani and the penis was a pakoi and so when we learned about vaginas and penises are like that's not what it's called it's called a, 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 it's, it's called a peck punani and Gina and her and so everybody, everybody was like making fun of me they're like no you're dumb you know and I was like fuck they lied to me so mm-hmm. then I thought that they lied about like Filipino must be called something else because I have not met another one besides no. the Filipinos that are in our family. <laughs> Filipino. so, yeah, Filipinos. <laughs> so you never visited the homeland? Well, no, and not until like um, 2018. I had a layover in the Philippines in Manila, but it was like um, 
Yeah, it was just like the airport. Yeah, but <laughs> Nino Aquino Airport is chaos. Yeah. <laughs> I'm frightened of that airport. It's like, it's really a great airport, but Manila in general is like a really big like metropolis and it's so, yeah. it's so populated, traffic everywhere. So yeah, like I, would, my, my, I wouldn't suggest landing there first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at that time, there were, I don't know if you remember, but there were like terrorists on the beach or something. Oh, yeah. It was like during that time where like oh, you wow. weren't supposed to go there. Yeah. Well, the, the South... There's always stories circulating about the, uh, you know, how lack or unsafe the Philippines is. But it's just no different than Mm. it is here. I think that there's a whole lot of, like, the government, the president's a fucked up dude, for Mm. sure. And there's a lot of, like, um, extrajudicial killings there that are happening. So the last time I went back home, and I think it was 2018, too, it felt a little bit different. Mm. But I still didn't feel, like, unsafe in any way. And I think that's just, like... What foreigners like they always just tell yeah it's kind of like Mexico it's like, it's like Mexico. cartels are in every corner I I'm fucking like, love Mexico where? <laughs> I believe but, it no but I was gonna ask what was the reason why you ended up moving to the U S I, um, I have a feeling you've talked about this in the past I don't but think, I'm not sure my my dad got really poor he went from being a really wealthy guy from like old old money parents like. And he came to, he went to Asia as like a, a millionaire, lived out like a baller life, made some really bad investments. He was a gambler, put all his money in Mexico. That's why he, my sister was born there. Mm. And he made, he put like 90% of all of his money into like, he got like a, a tip. It was like some Enron shit. Oh, and then no. the peso crashed in the 80s. Oh, no. So um, because he served in the U.S. military, he thought the only way to survive was to take his family to America and live off like veterans pay Mm. and hopefully have his daughters like swim their way to college, which we did. Oh, nice. So we got like scholarships and stuff. Your sister's a swimmer too, huh? Yeah. Cool. But we went from like being really rich to like overnight. Wow. Wow. Oh, shit. Do you remember that change? Yeah. Like, you know, you you? you had, we call them yayas, but we had basically like nannies always around, a driver, everything. And then when we came to America, we lived in like a one bedroom. I remember the rent was like my dad was cutting a check for like 300 bucks. Wow. Wow. That would be so much harder to go from from being really rich to poor. Like Schitt's Creek. I was watching Schitt's Creek. And I, was <laughs> like, <Schitt's> Creek. <laughs> I was like, that would be so much harder because mm-hmm. being always poor, like I mean, grew, I grew yeah. up like pretty poor like but i mean my parents grew up poorer Mm -hmm. so you know it was a little bit of a better situation but yeah we were i grew up in a garage in my grandma's garage um and then like we moved into like a one-bedroom apartment um but yeah i i i feel like okay like i'm slowly progressing Mm -hmm. but like if you started up here and then how old are you when when all that like how did that feel um, I think the change happened when I was my dad's um, ship. We had like my dad had like shipping vessels and stuff like cargo ships. And um, I remember <clears throat> just one week, my dad was like, I got to go back to the States. So he, he he was here for about two years before bringing us over. Mm. And um, he I'm forever grateful. This um, Nigerian Mennonite church funded and paid for our tickets to come to the United wow. States because my dad was a fucking con man and he pretended like he was agnostic and an atheist. <laughs> wow. But he was like, these people are really nice and they're willing to like do a fundraiser. And so he became like an elder in this like all black oh, wow. church. Oh my God. Oh, wow. And he, he was, he loved these people, yeah. but, and when he died, they all came to like his service and whatnot. But, um, yeah, like when we landed in America, like this whole like church congregation like greeted us at LAX. Aww. 
and um, my dad had conned the church to buy her oh my God. <laughs> our tickets to America. And then I remember driving through um, downtown LA at night or even from the plane when you mm. see just the vastness of LA and the lights. Oh, yeah. You're like, mm. oh my God. And you're old enough to know what that things are changing in yeah. your life. And the idea in America is so like Sweet Valley High. Mm. You're oh. like, I'm going to date a brad you know and then so and then we get thrown into this one bedroom cockroach infested place in the hood they call it the snake pits at the time and i didn't care i was like there's a kfc down the street this is america (laughs) and then i my sister and i thought we were going to go to this school called la canada which is like predominantly like white school Mm -hmm. and swim for them and because they had a really like good swim team Mm. but they found out that we lied about our address so we got zoned to blair high school and it was no longer Sweet Valley High, you guys. It was basically the only reference I had at that time for what that school was in terms of m- movies I watched in the Philippines was Dangerous Minds oh with Michelle Pfeiffer. But it was the best thing that could have happened to me. Like who I became in yeah. that school mm-hmm. and being street smart and just being this like down to earth kind of like hood chick yeah. was the best thing for me for yeah. sure like I could have been a snotty little bitch yeah. you know yeah. you you never see it till later yep yeah. you're like ah oh, shit I guess that was good all that it trauma. worked out <laughs> all that true. trauma was worth it teaches about, you survival yeah for sure how about with your sister like she, what was the age difference there? she's only a year older than me so oh, she okay. she's my ride or die we went through all of this together that's awesome and um yeah it's um it it was very weird. It oh, I'm a, considered a 1.5er because I came here old enough to remember my right. my mother culture and then yeah. try to assimilate to this new one. So straddling that line is something that's not talked about because there aren't enough 1.5ers around. Mm. But it's a very very um, isolating place to be because you're neither accepted by the Filipinos who have assimilated to america mm-hmm. um and you're not you, they just don't know what you are to them. yeah you know, they don't know where to place you mm-hmm. right. but the mexicans sure took me and so yeah that's <laughs> where i live yeah yeah, yeah. the sweetest i had a bunch of questions planned but i like where the conversation went um i was gonna ask you about oh uh, you know what i was gonna ask you if you could come back <laughs> another episode of course you guys this went by so fast yeah it went by so fast okay so i was gonna I ask so her many another question for you guys because i feel like it's just hard sometimes like gina you were just like a guest on our show mm-hmm. like i had so many i was just like foaming at the mouth I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, i need to know more but then bobby like you know because he's he's a pro like right. he, if you don't ask it then yeah like i just feel like oh he's just gonna railroad whatever thought i had and by the time he asks the question i've forgotten my question right. yeah i'll go on blood blood or blood blood Oh blah, my god, all blah, of blah, you blah, guys, blah, please. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, 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 and we're going to hang out there. Yes, please. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah, because um, <laughs> he dropped some, like, so many things that I was like, we have to ta- unpack that. Um, where, <laughs> like, she says that she does, like, historical role play <laughs> with Bobby. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that one. I'm sorry, what now? Uh, yeah, see, that's what oh. I'm saying. Like, there's interesting shit going on over here. Wait, I want to know. <laughs> just imagine Bobby in, like, those white powdered wigs. <laughs> Well, no, he's a shoemaker. No, no, no. Excuse me. No, you're he the made shoemaker. Me the shoemaker. He's the aristocrat. I was a cl- I was making him clogs that were breathable for his fungus. She says she studies right? the era. Fungus. You guys don't do uh, role play at all. Oh, I do, but not not historical. Well, that, no. that's because you still love your man. I can't look at him. He's got to be somebody else for me to have sex with him. 
Like, who are you today? It can't be Bobby. It can be anyone but Bobby. Do you guys and dress up? Or is it just all like... We normal? don't dress up, but we commit. We commit to the characters. And he's... I'm sure he's tired of fucking me, so I've got to be someone else, too. I don't think so. I gotta, uh-huh. Once in a while, I've got to be Brandon, you know? <laughs> he's got to move over. And oh, I, yeah. Didn't you say he's the he's a woman aristocrat and you're like a yes. little boy? We switch around. We get, you know... You should open up like a like a... Uh, what is a suggestion box for people to send in roles for you guys? Oh, like a blank and a blank. It's gonna get real creepy you know? very fast. Like, hey, yeah. eat her fingers. Oh, oh you know, like we're gonna go full <laughs> army hammer, like very quickly. Oh shit! <laughs> so, all like, right, you're, you're Ted Bundy. All that, <laughs> we could talk to you for fucking ever. I can uh, be here. You forever, need to come back guys. soon. Please come Happily, back soon. I would love we, to. Okay. Yes. Did you hear that, Bryce? Bryce yeah. Hold her to that. Book it's on camera. Bryce. It's on Book camera. Her. And I will take you guys with me to the motherland. Yes. I will um, help you reconnect with your roots, Nikki. Yay. And Gina will be our Tagalog translator. Yes. Yeah. You're going to help me connect to my roots yes, with I'll your playlist. Yes, I'll give you my loss of all playlist. Yes. I will be here for you. You <laughs> karaoke. Yeah. And um, thank you so much for watching. Go follow Kalila. Yeah. Go f- watch. Uh, go listen to Tiger Belly, Bloodbath, all, yeah. all her podcasts. Follow her on Instagram all that good stuff and um, subscribe and we'll see you next time bye Bye. we love you bye Anak I love you so much